Good evening, one and all, and welcome to the Tune Review for tonight's match review, of course. From what we have to say was quite the incredible uh, Manchester United nil, Newcastle United 3. Um, it hasn't quite sunk in that we've absolutely blitzed them at Old Trafford. Uh, and it, it, have I gone again? A little bit quiet. Oh, I am having serious microphone okay, problems. Okay yeah, it keeps going on. I think I've got a dodgy connection somewhere. Um, I'm going to have to get a new microphone. There's no doubt about it. Um, but anyway, we've got a super chat straight off the belt from Geordie Boy. says, uh, £5. Thank you very much. He says, great result. Amazing teamwork and awesome fans. Loved it. Um, absolutely. I think everybody loved it. Um, we loved doing the commentary last night. It was absolutely uh, superb. Um, and given the team that we put out, I mean... Um, it was a little bit of a strange team, as we predicted in the uh, match preview, of course. But if you do enjoy tonight's show, guys, as usual, please give us the thumbs up. Very important we keep the likes coming in. Thank you to everybody that helped us get so many uh, thumbs up yesterday. Uh, and, of course, if you are new to the channel and like what you see, please do hit the subscribe button. We are now over 24,500 subscribers on the way to 25, which is a, 25 is a milestone. So uh, we will do something special for 25 uh, subscribers as well. Um, no, I'm not rocking another Chelsea shirt. I like blue. I have blue shirts. What's I thought it was Macclesfield Town for a minute. We've got an early super chat, so you haven't done poor as well. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm coming to them in a minute when I finish my spiel, Bill. Uh, <laughs> thank you for reminding me, though. Um, so please do subscribe if you are new to the channel. And, of course, hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we go live or upload any videos. And, of course, you can donate to the channel, as Jody Boy and a few others have already tonight. Thank you so much by hitting the dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments, which will help the channel immensely and to get your comment read out. And, of course, you can become a member of the Tune Review by hitting the join button just underneath the three of us. We have had a, a real influx of... Uh, uh, new members, which has been absolutely superb. Uh, so welcome, one and all. Uh, Dorch Mag is a new member. Welcome to the Members Club, matey, and thank you for your support. Uh, Chippers must be in a good mood because he sent a £10 super chat. Uh, he says, I'm still buzzing after last night, mate. Anyone think, think Eddie, uh, Eric Ten Hag is starting to sound like Steve Bruce with that desperate interview last night? It's fan-fucking-tastic, he says. Uh, Jimmy Jones, uh, our resident Hammers fan, says uh, $1.99. Thank you very much. A good night had by all, indeed. Uh, and Shane over in Australia, um, member for 22 months now. Thank you for your support, Shane. Uh, he says, morning, gents. Uh, single best performance under Howe, in my opinion, given the team he put out. Uh, we beat the team full of egos and made it look easy. Um, I can't disagree with that. Um, how did you feel when you first saw the team sheet, Alex? Um, rather nervous. Yeah, rather nervous. It wasn't. It wasn't just our team sheet. It was both team sheets. It was the fact that they basically started a full strength side, mm -hmm. but bar maybe Rashford and Fernandez on the bench. It was. It was. Yeah, well, it was a full strength Martinez side. and um, two centre backs would have been playing, wouldn't they? Um, well, no, I'm not, I'm not having that. Not. I'm not no. having that. I, how much money they spent on Maguire and how important Lindelof has been as a sort of an international. No, I agree. I'm I not, agree I'm not that. having that. It's no, their but senior I'm, I'm pros. talking it's from a Man United fan's like, perspective. They'll say, well, we well, were without can, Varane and we were without Martin. They can do one. Like, yeah. Like, we were no. without Botman and Cher. And exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. That, that, is, that is as close to as a, a senior first team as you're going to get. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you compare it to ours, it, you know, I was nervous about it based on that, you know, I, I think I'm, I'm imagining sort of performances from Anthony Martial from sort of four years ago that he just doesn't produce anymore yeah. uh, and certain performances and, and team cohesion that doesn't exist under Manchester United at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, I was nervous. However, it was one of those where everybody was focused. They were all playing sort of together. They were all on the mm -hmm. same wavelength. Passes were going well. Movements, positioning was going well. Everybody was going after second balls. Um and eat. there were there were a lot of impressive individual performances as well last yeah. night, particularly yeah. from the two centre halves, mm -hmm. uh, well, and the fullbacks. Well, basically, we'll the entire back them. line. Absolutely. I, I know. I know. We need to praise everybody else further forward, but that entire back line, which was completely rotated, mm -hmm. gave us the platform to go and do what we did, which was incredible. Uh, Rachel's signing off. She has a show, of course. She's doing a show this week. Uh, have a great time, Rachel. Second show tonight. Uh, I'm sure you'll smash it as you did last night. So. Uh, well done, Rachel, and keep up the great work with that. And we'll see you, uh, of course, when the show comes to a close. Um, good luck and break a leg, as they say. Um, <clears throat> Vincent says, Emil Kraft, the Swedish Cafu, turned Swedish Maldini. Um, 
it was incredible for Emil Kraft, Billy. Uh, two seconds. We just had a four ninety nine super chat from Chris McGee. Uh, $4.99. Uh, given the strength of Willick's performance last night, do we think it's worth uh, taking a slight risk and starting him against Arsenal? Um, and uh, Ron Peacock has genuinely gifted yet another five memberships. Um, thank you so much, Ron. Incredibly, incredibly kind. And those people that have got those memberships are Vincent, uh, Bruno Genius, uh, Celine McKnight, Owen Haygarth, uh, and uh, I have no other, or Acid, sorry. Acid is now a member as well. So well done, guys. Um, Billy, Emil Kraft just, he, he stood out. He, he really did stand out. You know, we didn't think there was a chance in hell of him lasting 90 minutes, given, and certainly even during the game, we both said that during commentary, but it, it, it turns out that it wasn't a problem. Well, let's not forget that Emil Kraft at one point was a joke figure at Newcastle United uh, mm -hmm. under the previous manager. You know, couldn't defend for, for Toffee, you know, making mistakes left, right and centre. Uh, but we noticed improvement in the right-back role while Kieran Trippi was out injured the season before last and Eddie Howe. Yep. Uh, got himself injured in the Tranmere tie last year. We'd been in end of August, beginning of September. So 14 months out of the game mm -hmm. to come back in and make a performance of that magnitude. You know, not run out of steam, 90 minutes on the pitch, not not needed to come off. You know, must have been rusted, he must have been, but didn't show it. He was absolutely fantastic. Really yeah, was. was. Uh Roadblock, uh been a member now for 20 months. Thank you very much. If we won something this season and we finish in the top four next year, would you want to win something again or have Man United and Everton relegated? Very interesting question. Uh, Ian Fleming, thank you very much for your £5 super chat. He says, can't believe I thought we would get beat. Uh, I need to have more faith in the team. And Toonami Steve, thank you for your 4 dollars uh, He says, was going to send this to Amanda towards getting a new number six, but Big Joe played that role so brilliantly last night. Uh, next week, he's our goalkeeper. <laughs> I mean, the jobs that were asked to do, Alex, every single man on that pitch did it to a, did it to a T, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I, I'm quite pleased with um, the media coverage of everything because it looks like every neutral and most media outlets have gotten hold of this, of the fact that we did play a heavily rotated squad, eight changes, our back line was all fullbacks. It Seven of the like... starting lineup, Alex, were mm. from the previous regime. Let's We need yeah. to make a point of that because everybody says, oh, we've bought, we've bought the wins, we've bought this, but we haven't. Let's be honest exactly. here. Seven of that starting 11 were from the previous regime. Me and Billy mentioned it last night. It's an incredible achievement. It is. And it's, it's really nice that the um, national media and all the neutrals have kind of gotten hold of it because it makes mm -hmm. it all the funnier against Manchester United because we were yes, just it does. <laughs> a better team on the night in every, well, in every capacity, every single place on the pitch, we were completely just dominant. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say now. Somebody mentioned Miggy's. Miggy's playing on the left as well. I mean, I'm sure we'll go on to that. But yeah, um, it is worth pointing out that he still didn't do crossy things. Um, he, he he got to the appropriate zones and then was doing... There were a lot of decent pa passing sequences with Willock and he was letting Willock do the byline stuff or driving into the box. Yeah, but do you so, not think, Alex, that that was because we, we didn't really put a lot of crosses in last night because there wasn't any strike Gordon. There. Yeah, it was Gordon. Gordon, so the... was, Gordon was coming all... He was all over the pitch, to be fair, yeah. to Gordon. But there was a lot... It was very heavily uh, stacked on the left-hand side at times. Hmm. Yeah, but again, we didn't need Miggy delivering left-footed crosses. No, we didn't. Uh, even if Wilson was playing, to be fair. I think I think doing what we did, getting Willock closer to goal was better. You know, better cutbacks, little dinks to the back post. Uh, it's more dangerous. You're going to create a higher value opportunity. So it's, it's something I'd forgotten we did quite as often as that. Isak was quite good at that when he was out left. Willock does yeah. the same. Is just confusing the man, thinking the cross is coming in, and then just driving into the box just completely freely. It's so dangerous. It's not something we've seen for, for a little while because Gordon doesn't tend to do that as much. Um, not that that's a bad thing. It's just an extra dynamic. So hopefully we can see a bit of Gordon and Willock teaming up on that. Actually, that's a frightening thought because of Willock's athleticism and skill. Having Gordon and Willock on the, on the left side together combining, it's just so exciting, especially based on some of the rotation players last night and some of the returning players. It was just magnificent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Barry the Beast says, Joe Linton's tackle on Aram, um, Amrabad. Yeah, look, it, it, uh, Goldbridge, uh, I watched the high, I had to watch his little eclipse that they do of, of, of him. Um, and he, listen, he was very, 
actually very praising of the first goal. He said it was a beautiful, beautiful goal from Newcastle and applauded it. He thought the third goal, he thought there was a foul on uh, the Man United player, but there wasn't. It was a brilliant tackle by Joel Linton. And of course, the, the rest is history. Um, again, though, Billy, you know, we, we have to talk about Livramento coming into the side again. Uh, was given man of the match by the Sky cameras. He was my man of the match. I know some people are saying Joel Linton. Um, it's very hard to pick a man of the match, actually, from the performances that we gave last night. You, you could look at Emil Kraft, you could look at Dummett, who was incredible. Mm. Um, yeah. You could look at a lot of players. But Livramento, I mean, clearly has been working with Kieran Trippier because some of the traits that Livramento showed last night were very Trippier-esque, if I do say so. And setting up the first goal was just a thing of magnificence. To tackle Garnacho and then make a 70-yard run, drifting past Man United players like they weren't there, it was a joy to watch. Yeah, he defends in the Trippier mould, definitely. I think going forward, he's different. He doesn't kind of get crosses in and things like that. Doesn't offer set pieces. But there's no drop-off for me now between Trippier being rested and, and Livermanto coming in. Yeah. Two performances, both outstanding performances. You know, both people who's marking, he marked out of the game. Garnacho's a dangerous player on his day. You know, he's only young, but he has destroyed right-backs in the past. Uh, none of it with Tino Livermanto. Then to set the goal up in the way he did, Used his legs rather than passing. It was a mm. phenomenal piece of play. So, yeah, he's a star already, in my opinion. And he's going to get better and better and better and better. Absolutely is. Absolutely. Chris makes a very good point here. Compare that week inside performance to the FA Cup against Wednesday last season. Okay, we had a little better quality yesterday, but it's indicative of how far the whole squad has come. Absolutely, 100%. Some yeah, of those players, you know, when we just didn't turn up against Sheffield Wednesday, we looked all over the place. But last night, just... I mean, look, it's the manager has got to take a lot of praise for this, for, for the way he's he's brought these players to a different level. And, you know, they may not be have the skill set of the starting eleven that we would normally see for Newcastle United, but they have obviously listened and learned and took a lot of attention to what Eddie's done with them because the positional sense is all there. You know, Dummett and Kraft, the positional play last night was sensational. They, they weren't caught out at all. Not once. You know, Bruno got in, Bruno Fernandez got in the second half, I think, and, and fluffed his shot up. But that was the only one that I can remember where they actually broke us down, uh, you know, regarding the back four. And we, we, they have to, t Eddie's got to take a monumental bit of praise for what he's doing with his football club. It's just it, it, some of those players who Billy says rightly so were written off, completely written off, yet they're still here and they just. I think they wanted to let everybody know that they're still here and they're still there to help Newcastle United in any capacity they can. Um, Samsonite Dove, thank you for your 50 Danish kroner. He says, man of the match for me was Gordon, involved in all three goals. On Hall's goal, he shoulders Maguire into making a weak clearance that lands at Hall's feet. Yeah, he, he played his role. He played his role. And if, if he's your man of the match, um, Samsonite, that's not a problem at all. I think you could, as I say, you could literally put a hand in a bag and pick a number out for man of the match last night. I, I, I do believe that. Um, man United, though, Billy should have been down to 10 men. Um, you know, obviously, I mean, listen, Hannibal, I don't know what he was playing at. The first tackle was awful. He got booked for that. Then he actually um, threw the ball away, which should have got another yellow card. And then he makes a, t a horrible tackle on Emil Kraft, which was a, 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 another yellow. Yeah, well, I mean, that aside, I thought the referee was pretty good, actually. I thought he had a really good game. Mm -hmm. And that's for our, our subscriber, whose relative it is, that was doing the job. <laughs> he did, actually. Yeah. We didn't complain about the referee much yesterday. No, I mean, sometimes we do when he first makes a decision and we'll kick off and say, oh, that's terrible. But on reflection, you know, you look at the chance and think, yeah, he was right. How Hannibal said the pitch there was, was wrong. He should have, Even Gavin Neville said he should have been off. So yeah. if Gavin Neville said he should have been off, he probably should have been in front of the judge with a hanging thing above his head um, because he should have been off. The, the second tackle on Kraft was a definite yellow card. Um, and what I was pleased about it was what he was doing, trying to get into our bully our players. Joe Linton stood up to him and mm. put him in his place. Where really. he didn't see him after that at all. He, he went into a little into his shell, and it was, mm. in the end, he got taken off, didn't he? Um, he did, and, and and but Joe Linton did that very. He, he kept his discipline as well, Alex, which was good to see. He was he was strong. He was physical, but he was also. I think he he did get booked. I think, but he you know he was very disciplined last night. Yeah, so this is something I mentioned on the podcast with Billy last night. Is it, It's a different performance from Joe Linton. It's one that he offered in the, the Man City game as well, mm. but not since. But then again, last night, it seems to be 
when it's ro- when it's a rotated side and when there is more responsibility put upon him, he steps up and he's calmer. His his decision making is better. He's more careful with the ball. He's more disciplined. And it seems to be the two cup games where he's looked exceptional. He looks he's playing his age. He's he's twenty seven now. He's playing like he's a really experienced player. Um, whereas there are certain Premier League games where he doesn't have that. Where he, you know he plays like he's still twenty two, twenty three. Mm-hmm. Albeit still a destroyer, but you know, um, it was one of those games where it was much better. It was it was a lot of destroyer numbers in, in de- terms of defensive output, but it was also very cheeky, but but careful when necessary. It was and and again a, a word the buzzword of last night's podcast with Billy was was mature. So mm-hmm. many mature performances from players. You know, we mentioned Gordon, and we'll talk about him when we do player ratings, and we'll go into a bit more depth. But at the moment, yeah, just maturity from Joe Linton specifically as well was was very very impressive. Yeah, cynical Jim says, I think that applause from Goldbridge was sarcasm. It wasn't. No. Um, it wasn't uh, at all. He, he applauded the goal. Um, don't get me wrong, I'll give Goldbridge stick as much as the next person for some of the stuff he comes out with, but he genuinely was impressed with that goal. And, and credit where it's due, you see a good goal, you applaud it. We've done that in our commentary when the, a goal's gone against us, but it's been a cracking goal. We've we've acknowledged that it was a brilliant goal. Um uh, Seattle Jordy, thanks for your ten pounds, uh, ten dollars super chat. He says it's Old Trafford. You are a goal behind before you kick a ball, usually a penalty. Ferguson needs to start passing notes to Ten Hag, letting him know exactly uh, what you need players in the box to get them. Um, well, Man United were just all over the shop, and and I think, um, but as usual, Billy, um, the the absolute piss pots of the media, shall we say? Of course, it's all about Man United today. It's all about the meltdown. Every single hour on Sky Sports News was about, you know, interviewing Man United fans and the mess, massive crisis and very little given to, to Newcastle United and, and their fantastic performance. No, I mean, that's the nature of the game, isn't it? They're the most supported side in the country. Not by good fans, I would say. Mm. But, of course, in that, in that, in that state, then... The, the media have got to kind of cater to those people who are the majority, I guess, and that's what they do. Uh, as bad as it is, I mean, to me, it wasn't about them being bad. They were bad, but only because we made them look bad. And that isn't hasn't come out at all in the media. And it isn't going to, is it? Let's be honest. No, uh, it won't. We, we never get the kind of credit that we deserve, Alex, do we? And it, it was always going to be about a Man United meltdown because, you know, whatever we did last night. I think they were complimentary at the time. But then as more and more time has passed, the, the narratives has shifted towards is Ten Hag going to get sacks? Man United were poor, which was to be expected. But they were, give, you know, I, I'm slightly more positive about it because I felt like in the moment, Gary Neville was extremely complimentary. A lot of people said we've just played very well. It's the rotation that he has done so well. I felt like we got reasonably good. But again, I'm comparing it to what we normally get, which is absolutely nothing. So mm. it's improving. You know, we can't expect them to to understand football in its entirety and stop being big six entitled people immediately. It's got to be, you know, fo- football education is improving. People are understanding football a lot more. Um, people are watching a lot of different content instead of only listening to pundits who, who talk about the game in a very particular way. People are now listening to, you know, I wasn't a big fan of, um, of O'Neill's thing that he did on that Monday night football with the analysis. However, it's refreshing. It's different. People like listening to football in a different way and learning. Um, and people are watching more neutral games and things like that. So it will come. It will come. They they will have to take notice because we just keep winning. It, it's the same as the the season we we call it well last year when we qualified for the Champions League. The first half half of the season it was oh they're doing really well but it will drop off. Oh they're doing really well but it, it'll probably drop off, won't it? It would, and then it yeah. and then it didn't. And they had to just they just had to give us more coverage because we were challenging for the top four. They just had to give in and give us more TV slots, more attention. Um, and it this will continue. It will continue. And we've just got to be patient. It will come. It will mm-hmm. come. Uh Julie J says a Man United fan this morning saying Joe Linton should have had six yellow cards. I said you can't get six yellow cards in a game. Do you know the rules of football? <laughs> they just don't like it. It's different when you know the the they call uh what what they call the centre back Martinez, the butcher. You know, when he makes tackles, all the brilliant tackles there, but because it's Joe Linton and it's not a Man United player, uh the, the kick and scream. Um one change did come last night, which um, used to didn't predict. I have to say that used to what, what did, did not. Miss? Was the goalkeeper? 
Um, keep it, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. T Simcox, well, I mean, thank you very much for it, your but, T Simcox. Yeah. Thanks for your one ninety nine super chat. Yeah, you talked about it, but you you were swayed by Billy Bob. Oh, was that one? Yeah. Um, and you ended up both putting Nick Pope in. I said to Bravka, I do I think was, we did I right. cover. I was um, quite proud of our preview because I think we we generally we did that well absolutely. enough that we yeah, yeah. obviously we did predict many different lineups, but we covered a lot of possibilities. And I think mm -hmm. what we actually played was was a shape and a, and a generally. I think we got most of the personnel. Uh, I think yeah. I, I think I think we got one of the team sheets exactly like that, albeit Bruno and not Longstaff. So we nearly got mm -hmm. one of them spot on so we you know we toyed with the idea of that once um i mentioned long stuff didn't i because i said he yeah he had, a nil, he had an illness and maybe he'd be okay to play i mean look long stuff was was fantastic again last night and, and he could have had a wonderful goal in the first half uh sorry second half which just um just just missed the post by about a foot it was a fabulous effort um but billy Dubravka came in and it, you know he was solid as a rock last night um and a lot of people have been asking the question today. You know, does he does he rest Nick Pope for a while? Um, given what's happened to Nick Pope the last few games, Dubravka's distribution was superb last night. I don't think he missed a pass. Uh, he was confident coming out, catching the ball. He didn't miss a pass, Alex. Well, I mean, he's got nineteen out of thirty-seven, so he missed more than a pass. No, nah, give yeah. away. That's bollocks. I didn't see him misplace one pass, Dubravka, last night. But yeah, but you've got that to goes understand on goal that's... kicks as well. Of course, yeah. yeah. So, but I, that's, I, that's fine about, for a goalkeeper. Yeah. That's not that's you know the 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 success percentage is is completely yeah, different. I'm talking about the, the 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 passing to his fullbacks or the the kick, yeah, the chips out and stuff that, that he's course. aimed for a pass, not a general goal kick. hoof ball clearance yeah. goal kicks. Mm. It's not your fault if I mean, necessarily some goal kickers if you jumps. can't if they don't win a header, is it? Exactly. But I thought he was a lot stronger, Billy, and looked very reliable last night. Yeah, but let's face it, he had nothing to do. Let's be honest. But the, what he did have to do, he did really well. His mm. distribution out to the fullbacks was good. From, from, good save from, from the, Mason Mount shot. The deck, a couple of long range shots, one from yeah. Mason Mount, one from Casemiro. And that was it. That's all he really had to do. Mm -hmm. um, and shots he'd be expected to save. I mean, the Mason Mount one was a good eye for him. And the Casemiro one didn't have any power in it. So saves wise, nothing to do. But general goalkeeping wise, the command of his box. Distribution, yeah, exemplary. Mm -hmm. Um, I like Matt's comment there. It was nice not to have VAR for a night. Yeah, the game just flowed. It was, you know, the, the, mm, I have to agree with that. It was nice just to score a goal and not think, oh, hang on a minute, they're gonna pull this back for whatever reason. Um, Steve O says the team spirit is just amazing between all the players and coaching staff and the fans. Uh, we are just loving it. Uh, indeed, we are. Um, and you know, at the end of the game last night, Joe Linton singing uh, "Tell Me Ma, Me Ma" was was hilarious. Um, walking towards the fans, it was it was it, just the the, the t togetherness, Alex, of the team is is pretty incredible. Um, and you know, I saw that wet wipe from the United stand. Um, that Beth have a go saying, "Oh, I can't stand Newcastle," and um, I don't know whether you've seen it, Alex. Uh, it can't stand Newcastle taking photos because they've beat Man United. Well, no, we take photos of every victory. Uh, mm. It's called making memories, Beth, you know, making memories and enjoying themselves and team spirit, something you bunch of twats haven't got. But it's great to see Alex, isn't it? Well, I, I mean, you're not wrong. It, it's Again, it's it's indicative of a group of people who only watch certain types of football. You know, it's, it's the same as... So, you know, there was a clip that was circulating uh, a few weeks ago from a couple of Arsenal lads. I think they were, I don't know if they're YouTubers or if they're content creators, but they were like, oh yeah, but we, everyone has like a Prem team though, innit? You can't just support like Accrington Stanley. You've got to have like a Prem team though. Mm. Like they just don't, they're not real football fans. They don't, they just don't get it. They don't get what it is. It's not, it's not about being fashionable. It's about the passion. It's about, you know, it's literally the Bobby Robson quote. That is football to, to probably a lot of us here. And it's it's just something that they'll just never understand. Um, mm. And, you know, it, it's it's passion. It's And, and I'll, I'll, I'll move away from that and just state that, yeah, we, we talked about, you know, we lost to Man City. We lost to Liverpool. Our mentality wasn't quite there. We dropped our heads. Uh, we should have got more points from those games. We were the better team against Liverpool. Um, we, we dropped our heads again against Brighton. And we, we've all stated that the Champions League games will help improve our mentality. We'll be stronger for them. Um, and I think the same can be said of the Carabao Cup campaign last year. 
Mm. We've been there, done that. We've been to Wembley. We've been through that emotional roller coaster. And again, look at Joe Linton. He he knows the songs. He knows what's what's expected. He understands the competition. They all know the songs. They did that video earlier on in yeah. the season, didn't they? When they were um, guess exactly. the song and they knew them all. But I think I think this will help. I think you've had you've the core of the squad got through to that final last year. We've knocked out the the treble winners. We've knocked mm. out the Carabao Cup champions. We've got Chelsea next, and they you know they know they all know that they're good enough. They were they're all winners. That's why Eddie Howe signed a lot of them and the ones who were there before. They've got that winning mentality. A lot of them now. They they'll be fully they'll be they'll be well up for this. They'll they'll I think mean, they can win the cup. The, the Chelsea thing doesn't bother me. I'm not can. I'm not worried about going to Stamford Bridge because uh, personally I think we'll turn them over. But um, you know they only beat Blackburn two 0 They didn't exactly um, you know make. Well, it's worth watching more. that game again, by the way, because that Adam Wharton, who we've done in a few transfer shows, apparently yeah. had a very good game. So I need to go yeah. and watch that. It's live um, on Sky on the Tuesday, the twenty nineteenth of December. Yeah, eight o'clock kickoff again, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In in London. Um Sky Love and Man United loss. It must be party time for them when they do. Um King Hoddle says that they aren't even the most supported team in Manchester. Uh no, that would be Berry. Um I totally agree. Uh Paul, we got Nout. Um what's he talking about there? We got Nout. Major coverage. All right, yeah, fair enough. Um, Anthony Stafford, thank you for your £5 super chat. He says, uh, what's the situation regarding Lewis Hall playing against Chelsea? Can he? I told you last night, Chelsea or Liverpool away. You did, Anthony, yes. I believe, uh, I haven't really looked into it. Um, I don't know how it works for the Carabao. Jordan Cronin's gone and apparently researched it and said that he can't play. Um, It's at at the discretion of Chelsea, but... I'm not 100% convinced by that. I think we'll, we'll wait and see. Mm. Uh, maybe Newcastle will ask for permission from Chelsea if he can play because, look, <laughs> he's not going back. He's not going back to Chelsea, is he? Let's be honest. No, but they're not going to help us, are they? Let's be honest. That's a good point, Billy. <laughs> um, Vincent says, we never get enough credit for playing a reserve team and getting a result away. All media attention is on how much they're in shambles. Yeah, it was it was always going to happen. That uh, it was always going to happen. Um, Bruno Genius, thank you for your five pound super chat. He says, "Man United fans sound very keen on a mass clear out instead of sacking Eric Ten Hag. Any players there you would like to see Eddie work his magic on for the tune?" Oh, good question. I think Jaden Sancho would be a good boy. Sancho, yeah. Please, nobody give me Rashford. Nobody give me Rashford. Um, he's listen. Rashford came on last night and did absolutely bottle. By the way, he has a good spell of five or six games. Normally, around funny enough when internationals are coming up, he starts you know playing a bit decent. But you tell me, who would you? We said this last night. Who would you rather have, Anthony Gordon at the moment or Marcus Rashford? I know who. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to understand Marcus Rashford. Give him twelve months in an Andy House side and the coaching and the differences. And you, you could say that you could say a lot know. about a lot of the players from Manchester United. If you take one of them and you put them in a completely a completely different setting, uh, you know, in our, in our setting, they would be fine. I, I think you could take a. I could think you could take loads of players and they'd be fine. Sancho, Rashford, I think Mason Mount. I think there's loads of players you could take yeah. and you could mold and would play. Not a well. chance on Garnacho. Um, not a chance on Anthony. Eighty-five million quid they paid for that Muppet. You know, it, it, he's he's abysmal. Um, but look, there is a few players, yes, uh, that can that maybe turn it around. Um, but look, as far as I'm concerned, you know, from an outsider looking in at Manchester United, I think they are the the players have lost confidence in the manager. He's lost the dressing room, I think, Billy. Without a doubt, without a doubt, you can see by the way that you know that the whinging and whining the referee for every anything really. Uh, they're not going in for second balls. That they're all second to the first ball. There's no desire in that side whatsoever. And that's mm. because the manager's worn them down, I think. You know, the way he's treated certain players, the way he's treated Jaden Sancho, it's got to kind of rub off on the rest of the squad. It has to. Um, mm. And, you know, I think he's lost his rest of him. And I think I'd be, I'd be amazed if he was there in a fortnight's time. I really would. Uh, I mean, there was, look, there was loads of clips last night of Man United fans having a dig at him. Um, probably didn't understand the Cockney accent of the Manchester United fans, of course. Uh, Connor says, uh, I've seen a Man United channel today called Alice Talks Football, who was very, very praising of Newcastle, which is surprising, and was more on how good we were over Man United being bad. Uh, well, Alice talks a lot of sense. Um, she's always been very, very kind about Newcastle as well. Uh, she does speak a lot of sense, and she's actually going to be on the channel very soon. 
Um, I've been in touch with Alice and she's agreed to come on. Uh, so hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we'll, uh, we'll uh, get Alice on and have a chat about all things football because she does a really good channel. She's really, um, I think the good thing about watching Alice is she's not sort of biased towards anybody. She just really likes football. Yes, she supports Manchester United, but she's also very present of a lot of other football clubs, including Newcastle. She's not buying into all this, or, you know, they've been bought by the, the Saudis and all of this. She looks at it from a football point of view. And, and I think that's why uh, she's very popular with not just Man United fans, but of course, football fans as well, because she talks sense and isn't sort of biased and wants to shout teams down just because they're doing they're doing well. So uh, we'll hopefully get Alison in the next uh, couple of weeks. Uh, Paul says, I loved how solid Dubravka looked so much more confident uh, with the ball at his feet. Mm. Um, yeah, it, fantastic. Um, T Simcox, I think we've done that super chat, that 199, haven't we? Yeah. Um, let's have a look. Uh, Keith Dites, uh, thank you for being a member for 20 months. He says, Man United have a problem only Steve Bruce can fix. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen somebody put that on uh, on social media earlier on today. Uh, Stiff Gator says, we anointed De Bradford for going to Man United, but there is no denying his ability, his quality. Listen, it's all it's all gone now. He's, he's, he's a Newcastle United player at the minute. And look, if he, if he starts the games, we support him. You know, we're Newcastle fans. And, and look, he was as happy as anybody last night that we won. He was um, jumping up and down when we got the third goal, when Willick scored. You could see him in the background celebrating. Um celebrating with the team and the fans at the end. He is one of us. So, um, look, maybe we were a little harsh on him. I don't know, but he's back now. He's our keeper and uh, let's move forward. Uh, Jimmy Mayer says, just come on to say, still buzzing after last night's performance by the B team. Um, are they our ideal first team? Uh, no. No, let's 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 not go too far. Um Jam Stasher says, Kraft was the surprise star for me, coming in at centre-back and being away for so long. He was brilliant. Um, but, of course, big night, uh, Alex, for Sean Longstaff last night. 150th appearance for the club. Uh, of course, he's one of our own and, and captain the side and didn't let us down at all last night. Yeah, I mean, captain's performance. It's it's lovely to be able to say because he's he's deserved it. He's been, he's been exceptional this season. Um, you know, it's just been it's just been strength to strength for him. It really has. You know, we mentioned uh, the season that Eddie Howe came came in. A lot of people saying, you know, he's got to go in the summer and all of this. And it was obviously it was it's been well documented that he wasn't sure what his contract situation was going to be. Eddie Howe wasn't even aware of it. Sean had to go and speak to him about it. Uh, he got a new contract. A lot of people were in and ahhing. We did have a look that summer about. You know what could Longstaff become, and there was one element in there we, we saw, which was he was in the 96th percentile for pressures when mm. FBUF still had the pressures statistic before Opta took over. Um, and we said, well, maybe there's a player in there he can work with. And ever since then, it's just been, he's just been getting better and better and better and better. Um, you know, he's had spells where he's been a little bit injured, where he's had to regain his form, but his positioning, technical ability, leadership offensive contributions, goal scoring, all of it, all of it. And then he wore the armband last night, which I feel like is, is capped. Uh, you know, I feel like it's, I know we're only in sort of November, but I feel like we've finished a chapter in a book. I feel like it, it, it's it's a nice door closed that he's, he's got this far now and we can finally say that he's, he's a good player. He's more than good enough to be in this squad and he's more than good enough to be in this first team. Um, I think it's just an accepted fact now. Um and I, again, I'm I'm happy. It, it's, it's not my it's not my business. But if people want to have opinions on on people's ability, that's fine. But I'm I'm seriously going to question your football knowledge if you walk in here and say Sean's not good enough for the first team. Um, is I he a like future captain in your eyes, guys? Is he a future captain? Potentially De depends on its levels, doesn't it? Because and signings and all sorts. There's lots of lots of variables to put into the equation, but yeah. potentially, no doubt about it. Um, I don't. He must be the next England squad. He absolutely must be. He's got to be. He, uh, he, well, it's a shambles of him and Gordon aren't in it. It's an absolute. But it is. It is uh, Gareth Southgate. No, no. And if Willock maintains that form, he'll be in it as well. Or should yeah. be. Uh, not small, just still loading. Thank you for becoming a new member of the channel. Uh, much appreciated, and thank you for your ongoing support. And welcome to the family, uh, Crypto Rambo. Thank you very much for your ten dollars super chat. Uh, he says those expert pundits on Talk Sport or Sky Sports. 
make me extremely angry talking about who could replace Ten Hag. They mentioned Emery, Deserby, Thomas Frank. No mention of Eddie. The disrespect is crazy. Well, I, I don't want to mention with my name. Well, he's not going to step down, is he? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's a, it will be a step down by the time uh, now. Man United sort themselves out. It is now, yeah. It, it absolutely is, uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, Vincent says, uh, how we have Dan Ashworth blows my mind. Just look at the job he's done for England and Brighton. Our club has run the proper way, and I'm grateful every day that we're not run like how Manchester United are. Um, a lot of compliments coming in for him today, Billy, including from uh, Gary Neville himself. Yeah, I think Gary Neville was trying to tout him. Trying to tout yeah, him. <laughs> I got that feeling as well, yeah. You know, he's been calling for a sporting director at Manchester United for a long time now. Mm. They haven't got one. They're the only club in, in the Premier League that don't have a sporting director. Um, so it's a big bugbear of Gary Neville's and to try and poach the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess if you're going to poach anyone, that's the one you go for. But again, why would you take a step down from Newcastle United to Manchester United? Because at the moment, it is. And it will be forevermore, as, as far as I can see. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, John says, uh, the Chelsea fans are claiming that the draw was fixed. They're bricking it. I saw a couple of Chelsea fans saying that, and I thought, wow, how times have changed. The Chelsea fans are actually saying that the draw is fixed because they got us. It's unreal. I love it. I absolutely love it. I I love it. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, Anyway, guys, uh, another new member just popping up there. We have Gary Riley. Welcome to Members Club, Gary. Thank you for your support and welcome to the family. It is time for player ratings. Uh, This should be very interesting. Of course, play along with us in the chat, guys. Uh, Let us know what you think uh, the players deserve uh, and see if you agree with us. Um, We'll see how it goes tonight. Uh, We're going to start off with Martin Dubravka. Billy? Um. I don't think he had a lot to do, personally. But what he did do was exactly... But what he did do was brilliant, and that's what you need to take into consideration. And, 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 his, and his distribution from feet, I mean, from the eye, okay, the stats say different, but from the eye, looked looked great, especially floating out to the right, right, right back position mm. and the left back position. Uh, clean sheet at Old Trafford, not many Newcastle United goalkeepers can say that. I'm going to give him a nine. Okay. Alex? Um... I feel like nine's a little bit generous, but I guess if we if we throw in the the added context of he's not played in a long time, so to come in and be that comfortable with with saves uh, and, and just distribution and with his feet as you as you've all said um, into into an atmosphere like well okay wrong choice of words there because there was no atmosphere at least not from their fans no. okay so it's in Old Trafford. Um, you know, yeah, I think a nine's fair. I don't think I don't think the distribution was as good as everyone's saying. Um, it was oh, it was okay. What the hell fine. were you watching? It it was fine. He didn't he didn't misplace a pass. Maybe it's a goal kick. Didn't one. He did let's not, not misplace let's, let's a not, pass. Let's not forget he didn't have the option of playing it short to Kraft or, or Dummett really either, did he? No, he, no. he floated balls out to the right and left, which he never missed yeah. one. I mean, it was fine. It wasn't it wasn't great, but it was fine. Like. I've still given him a nine. That's still an outrageous, outrageously is, high yeah. score. But yeah, he kept a clean sheet at Old Trafford. We won the game three 0 He was solid. Saves were good. He looked fine. He looked comfortable. You know, he's, he's getting older. We've got to remember he's thirty four now. He's not, uh, you know, he's not a spring chicken anymore. So yeah, nine. Okay. Uh, well, I'm I'm going to say from what I thought he did, he did brilliantly. Uh, made a very very good save from Mason Mount's long shot. His passing for me was superb. Very good in the box. He's getting a ten. Uh, let's move on to Tino Livramento. Uh, 10 from me. There's really nothing I can say to back the 10 up because he was superb. End of. Alex? Yeah, I think he deserves a 10. You um, think? Well, I'm, I'm giving him a 10. Let's not be pedantic. Like, defensive contributions, <laughs> yeah. It, considering in the first 10 minutes, Garnacho got the better of him twice in the first 10 minutes and some of the Man United fans were, were kind of going, and all of that. He did. He didn't care. Absolutely didn't even give it a second thought. He shrugged it off, carried on with the duels. And those I think those two that he lost were the only two he lost for the entire game. Um, because he won eight out of ten. So I think the first two were those two in the, the opening ten minutes, um, if I'm not mistaken. And then obviously the driving run for the assist, um, just just the maturity, the strength, and and what he does defensively and offensively. I, I know I know I don't want to talk about Dan Byrne because it's a bit unfair. However, when we when we talk about what we're possibly missing by not having a balanced fullback, it's that. 
that is what we're talking about. When we want when we want a fullback who can kind of do a bit of everything, that's what we're talking about. Obviously, a, a player of Tino Livramento's quality and his his potential is enormous, and they're expensive. Um, but that's exactly what we're talking about because he was really solid defensively. It was a calm, mature performance from somebody who's a very young man. Uh, and the offensive threat was enormous as well. He scored a seven point eight on Sofa Score, which is extremely high for Sofa Score for a fullback. Um, yes, yeah, really, really, really solid. That's just ridiculous. Considering he didn't score and didn't sort of, you know, Trippier gets ludicrously high ones because he takes all the set pieces and stuff that yeah. inflates his data. But Tino didn't get the luxury of any of that. He just yeah. got an organic seven point eight just through running with the ball, winning his duels getting an assist. He did it all, all, all hard graft. He didn't get any, his data's not inflated by anything. It was all his work. So I'm going to, yeah, 100% of 10. Okay. Billy? Yeah, easy 10. Um, every, just what you both said. One other thing I want to say is when Matt Ritchie came off and he came on, uh, Trippier came on, he pushed into uh, a wide right position more forward and totally closed down their left-hand side, which was looking a bit dangerous for a little while there when Matt Ritchie was knackered. So mm. yeah, 10 out of 10, absolutely. Okay, across to the other fullback now, uh, Lewis Hall, Billy. Well, he scored a fantastic volley. Uh, the only thing I can say again about him, sometimes he was overconfident in what he was doing, trying to play a little bit too much football in, in wrong areas, but that didn't happen often. Got a wonderful left foot, uh, joined the attack perfectly, some good tackles also. For the goal, added on to what he also did, I'm going to give him a 10. Alex? And he deserves a 10. He's a fullback who scored a goal and it was a mature performance and away at Old Trafford. Like he, I don't I don't see a, uh, anybody, how anybody can give him less than a 10 because he was really, really solid defensively, offensively, drifted into midfield where necessary. He was careful on the ball. He was strong in his duels. The passing sequences were really, really nice. Um, and he scored. It's, it's a fullback. Like, it's got to be a 10. I don't know how he gets anything less than a 10. I really don't. If, if, any, if anybody gives him less than the start for the club, got to explain it. Yeah, his second start for the club, yeah. and you know, as was Livermendos, just outrageously good. Yeah, sometimes he'll give the ball. He, he got a bit too. Well, I don't know whether it was cocky. He just sort of he overplayed a little bit and, and lost the ball a couple of times. Yeah, which will which will come with age, of course. And so ten for me as well. Absolutely superb. Uh, right, we'll do both the centre-backs at the same time tonight because uh, if any of you give the two centre-backs lower than a 10, then you're fired. So um, I'm going 10 for Dummett and 10 for uh, Emil Kraft. They were superb last night. Um, given that we looked at that before the game and thought, oh, hang on a minute, Dummett and Emil Kraft as our centre-backs at Old Trafford against Manchester United. We even spoke about it in the build-up of the game, Billy, before we, we, the kickoff. They were just wonderful last night, and hats off to them, and especially to Kraft, who's been out for so long with a horrendous injury, to come back and play 94 minutes at Old Trafford and record a clean sheet. Superb. Both tens for me. Alex? I mean, dare I say it, looking at Paul Dummett's data, it, it's profiling exactly like Botman's normally does, which is hilarious. That's um, how well he played. Four out of five aerial duels. 87% passing accuracy, and he hit three out of his four long balls. Nice and tidy, did everything he needed to do, really solid. It's, it's the kind of numbers that Botman produces in that position. And obviously, he's not Botman, but it, we're judging him on that game. That game, that's probably that's probably his, I don't want to say his best game in a, shirt, in, in a black and white shirt, because I'm sure he's had other more interesting games. But in terms of, Footballing ability and displaying how good you are—that probably is his best performance in terms of probably the the best the best he's given in terms of footballing technical quality and focus. Uh, it's probably his most complete performance. Um, yeah, I think and, with, and, with Paul Dummett, I mean, it, listen, he was he was a lot of Newcastle fans said many many years ago that he would end up as a centre half um, because you know once his pace disappeared a little bit. Yeah, but his, he, look, he looks like he's got a little really bit of that good. back. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I agree. And and again, we're doing both of them. So um, Emil Kraft as well. Yeah, uh, he didn't put up quite as good as good data as Dummett in terms of duels and passes. But that again, that's we just needed him to be solid, and he was. He was really solid. He fo he was focused. He was careful. He, he mopped up everything. He, he had a decent offensive header. Um, and for somebody who's not played for fifteen months and who is a right back, 
no, it can't be any lower than a ten for me. Again, you've got, I've got to give him maximum points with for the. You've got again, you've got to include the context of everything. Fifteen months yep. layoff, playing out of position, away at Old Trafford, clean sheet, got to be a ten. Outrageously good. Yep, uh, guys, we've got thirteen hundred people watching. Thank you very much for joining tonight. But we only have three hundred ninety-six likes. Uh, we want to try and get up to about 600, guys. So just take a second out to hit that thumbs up button for us now uh, and see how many uh, likes we can end up with by the end of the show, please. Uh, it's a massive help to the channel. It keeps us in the search results, which, of course, um, lets fellow fans like yourselves find the channel and hopefully subscribe in the future. It's a massive help to us. Uh, right, we're going to midfield now with I've not Jean- done that I've not done Oh, sorry, Billy. Go on. Uh, Paul Dummett, 10 out of 10. Uh, while he was putting up Botman stats, he also did a bit of Fabian sharing for the second goal when he ran through the attack and into the midfield and was fouled before the free kick. Yes, so he did. 10 out of 10, outstanding performance. Emil Kraft was my man of the match, actually. Um, I'll okay. give him a t- obvious 10. The way he defended, nipping in before the attack could get the ball. Last last gas tackle for the uh, Martial chance in mm-hmm. the first half. Just a phenomenal performance from someone, like, as, as has been stated, hasn't played 15 months. Never went out of steam either. My man of the match, Emil Kraft. Yeah. Uh, I do Spike. need to just mention that um, Ian Skinner got timed out by accident by somebody. So, Ian, if you if you hear him, it was done by accident. So, when the timeout expires, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, apologies, Ian. Um, but uh, as I said, we have uh, acknowledged that. Uh, so, you'll be back shortly, Meddy. Uh, Spike Milligan, thank you for your £10 super chat. He says, uh, NUFC 10, Eddie Howe 10, fans 10, and the Toon Review 10. Thank you very much. Much appreciated, Spike. Um, Right, we'll move into the midfield now and we'll start with uh, Joel Linton. Alex. Um, I'm going to give him a nine. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, th- there was, you know, there, there were certain things. Four out, four out of 13 ground jewels. He got booked, but... Again, it's one of those games it, you kind of expect him to get booked. It's it, like he does it for the good of the team sometimes, but sometimes not. Again, he's, he's credited with an assist. Um, a very, very mature performance. Four tackles, two interceptions. He was really, really, really solid. Very different kind of display from Joe Linton yesterday. Um, but I'm not sure if, it, you know, considering some of the games he's had in the past, I can't give that a 10. You know, he's had games where he scored two goals. And Alex, you're not talking about the games. You're talking about that game. Last yeah, night. I've got to give it. Yeah, the context of everything. Yeah, it's a nine. It's not. It's not a ten out of ten. Well, it is for me. Um, I thought he was our engine last night. He was just superb. Back to his best, dominating the midfield, dominating Man United's midfield. The tackle for Willock's goal was absolutely brilliant. He was in the air. He was winning headers. He was defending. He was just all over that pitch last night, giving one hundred and ten percent. And everything he did was absolutely brilliant. And you know, he's had a few rotten games lately, Joe Linton, you know, getting back to full fitness. But last night, immense, absolutely immense. And he was just our engine. So a 10 from me. Billy? Well, we have questioned if he actually had the discipline to play the number six role. And last yeah. night, he played number six role magnificently, mm. defensively. Um, headers, last cast tackles, blocks, did all that stuff. Uh, sets on the foot, foot. the tackle on my back was brilliant. Yeah, I'm going to give him a 10 also. And of course, don't forget his singing at the end of the game. And he, when he was smiling at the Man United fans, when <laughs> you know the, the corner flag, uh, he was just looking up and smiling at them because he was obviously getting a load of abuse and he just smiled at them. Uh, I just thought brilliant, right? Uh, Sean Longstaff, Billy, captain's performance, uh, another 10. Yeah, just brilliant, kept us moving, energy, the volley that didn't go in by the merest of fag paper that had gone in. Good lord, I think we have all jumped in the air. Fag yeah, it was, it was so close to the post, wasn't it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary yeah. Neville actually made an orgasm type sound because he thought he was in. Similar yeah, to what he made them, oh, you know, it, like he did against Barcelona that time. Yeah, Chelsea. yeah, yeah, I remember so that. Phenomenal performance from, from last night's captain and 150 appearances. You know, let's let's have another 150 more like that, please. He was fantastic, and he has been all season, to be honest. Yeah. Same as me, uh, 10 for Sean. I thought he was superb last night. Captain, 150th appearance. And he just, again, him and Joe Linton, just the tackles that we're making, just getting stuck in. Sean, again, making runs into the box, making runs out wide. Incredible engine on him. 10 for me. Alex? Um, yeah, 
I mean, I think it was it was similar to Joe Linton's performance, but again, the shot and the the sort of leadership and the armband, the context. I feel like he, 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 I'm going to give him the ten. I'm going to give him a little bit more. Um, he looked considering he did look. He's looked jaded in the last twenty to thirty minutes. The last two performances, um, I didn't really see that last night. He, he was energetic. We saw him do some left-sided combinations uh, and get involved on the left side as well, which was we've not we don't really see that often. We generally see sort of the right side half space. Um, and yeah, thrilled to see him wear the armband, and I think he did it justice. I think he was absolutely exceptional. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. Yep. Look, I'm seeing some people say, "Oh, you know, this is a bit overboard." You know what I mean? Listen. How many times have we been slammed in the comments for being negative with our player ratings? And finally, you know, it's not just... I need we to say Man this, United right? 3-0 away. Like. Yeah, th- this is the thing, right? I-, I need to say this, and uh, we're all happy. We're all over the moon. We're all bouncing as Newcastle fans right now, okay? But it wasn't just the performance from the players last night. It was who was on the pitch last night. Okay, seven of those players were from our previous regime when we've all been slagged off for saying, oh, you know, you've spent millions and millions and that's why you suddenly turned it around. No, look at that team last night and we had seven of the 11 from the previous regime who couldn't kick a football, who were dreadful, who were getting relegated. It was they were going into the abyss. But Eddie's come in, he's rejuvenated them and the players have also listened to Eddie Howe and took on his guidance and have improved massively. So it's not just about the result or the players. It's about the whole thing. Who was on the pitch last night, etc. That is why we're doing what we're doing and we're positive. And, you know, I'm slamming tens out left, right and centre because I thought we were awesome last night given who was on the pitch. Um, Right, we'll move to um, Joe Willock. <laughs> Billy. Uh, ten. A yep. Fantastic goal. Back to his old self. He's got a, a, a yard of pace back that he didn't have in his previous two appearances. Uh, used the ball nicely as well. Lasted the game longer than usual as well, but he, he did come off towards the end. He, he had one his socks off. Oh, he was knackered. Just yeah. to see that extra yard of pace back in his game is fantastic for us. And the finish for the goal was absolutely fantastic. You know, a place shot, but with power as well. Mm. The side, side of his right foot. You know, amazing shot. A great goal. 10 out of 10. Yep. Um, Alex? Yeah, I've got 100% got to give him a 10 because he's he made two substitute appearances and been really, really tidy, but we were missing the sort of powerful driving runs. He he implemented them straight away last night. Mm-hmm. Um, good physically, helped control the ball. Passing was really, really tidy, linked up really well with others. The runs were there. The, the drives into the box were there he, and he scored a goal. All of it. I, I mean, it's... It's insane because it, you know it's we've had a lot of players that take a while to get going again. Whereas Willock was playing out of his skin towards the end of last season. He was outrageous. Some of the, some of the games that that period of time when we beat Tottenham, we beat Everton. Willock mm-hmm. was part of that where we were just absolutely steamrolling teams. Yeah. We were in that, such good that form. Pass to Isaac for the for the goal, the six one. Yeah, outrageous. Mm-hmm. Like and, and it's no doubt he would have had an England call up or should have had one at that point in time if it, had he not been injured. And yeah. it looks like it's taken him two sub appearances and a start, and he looks there. I mean, I don't want to jinx anything, but he looked that looked fine. And he I still hopefully think he'll be another that. sort of couple of games where he might play 60, 65 minutes. Just yeah, there'll to, be another you know, year, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Ruffiad Bernissian says, uh, we need to look at this team. Uh, has not played as a team together before and destroyed a team of £400 million plus. Having second thoughts, all should get a 10. Um, well, will it get to 10 for me? I thought he was just outrageously good yesterday. The, the goal itself. I mean, it, it, yeah, the finish was magnificent from Joe, but the, the the whole the tackle by Joe Linton, the run from um, Anthony Gordon to take the defenders, but he still had players all over him, Joe Willock, and he still hit that shot perfectly, absolute sweet as a nut into the bottom corner, um, just just brilliant. Right, we'll move to the front three now, um, and we'll start off with well, we can't start with Matt Target because he's not getting marked at all, poor sod. I mean, it was unbelievable. Like you, you couldn't write a script for our injuries. You just couldn't. No. Um, and uh, hopefully, um, we get some good news about Matt Target uh, that he's not out too long. But it, it looked a nasty hamstring injury again. Um, so Miggy came on for him. So Miggy Billy. Well, he scored a fantastic goal. Um, contributed an awful lot again. Did not some nice moves. 
the ball in for Wilson, you know, run off for that was good. Uh, I feel it's kind of, I don't want to get out, 10, 10, sorry, 10. Thank you, Billy. Uh, I'm giving them a 10 for exactly those reasons. I thought he took the goal brilliantly. He could have, listen, when Livermento played the ball in and he, he took a very heavy touch and I thought, oh, Onana's going to come and get this. But Miggy did not lose his concentration. Uh, he had uh, Dallow all over the back of him and still had the confidence to finish like he did. And I thought, you know, that little pass into Willick for the second goal, uh, taking two defenders out, was brilliant. Uh, and I thought Miggy was just awesome last night. I really do. He was helping out defensively, as mm. he normally does. He was all over the pitch. 10 for me. Alex? Yeah, 100% of 10. 100% of 10. Work rate. Five tackles, a goal, um, a decent key pass as well. Absolutely outrageous. When you, when you consider how much football he's had to play, especially since the Murphy injury, it's it suddenly switched there. He, you know, it's it's changed and he's got to be the main guy. And he went and played two pretty much full games for Paraguay in the last international break as well. And let's not, not forget, a, Alex, you know, he didn't get a warm-up before coming on last night. And he didn't get a warm-up, you know. Although I, I did like, I did, to be fair, I don't know if you guys caught that, but Jamal Lascelles had a good word with him. Make sure you warm up, yeah. make sure you're warm, yeah. be careful. I, I kind of like that. That was that was cool. Mm. Um, but yeah, Miggy, but in the context of how much football he's played so far, outrageous. So, so good. 10. Uh, on the other side, of course, was um, Matt Ritchie. Mm. Um, now Matt Ritchie, um, it, it's, I mean, look, he came in and uh, Alex, Matt Ritchie, I'll give him an eight. Okay. Um, again, I, I find it, I think it's going to be difficult for him to earn a 10 again, mm. uh, un unless he gets sort of scores a few goals and does a few things. Mm. Um, I don't think he'd got the, the pace or, 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 you know, but again, I'm not blaming him for that. It's fine. He's, he's, what is he 34 now? Yeah. However, he he gave us what? How much did he give us? 70, 75 ish minutes, mm -hmm. something along those lines. He gave us, uh, yeah, seventy five minutes. Again, technically, really, really solid. He contributed in the press as best as he could. It was fine. He was physical. He he held his shape. He did everything we needed him to do, and it was a really, really solid performance. Um, and it's great. It's because obviously he's a huge influence in the dressing room to a lot of the younger characters. He's a really important bloke. Um, so it, for him also also to be able to come on and give us that level of performance in a, in a big game, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's useful. And this is what I mentioned to Billy in the podcast last night. You know, if if we need him for five or ten appearances this year, I trust him because he looks really solid. So yeah. that that's useful. Billy, yeah, he ran out of steam towards the end of his kind of game, and and they were pressing down that left hand side. But before that, he did press. He put everything he had into it. Gave his all. Uh, some nice set pieces. Got the nice free kicks in the first half. Mm -hmm. um, it's certainly not a 10 I won't give him a 9 though uh, well I'm giving him a 9 um, I thought he was you know again it's his leadership isn't it it's not just what he does on the pitch but it, it's it's on the pitch as well and I saw him talking a lot of the time to uh, some of the players g them up and stuff like that which we know Matt Ritchie gives you um, so I'm giving him a 9 but but I'm giving him a plus one for the win. So he gets a 10. So let's move on now to uh, Anthony Gordon. Alex. Um, 10 for very different reasons. Something, something we discussed last night, probably his most selfless and mature performance in a black and white shirt because he wasn't the one getting the opportunities he was the one creating the opportunities for others, not always through passes. It was through endless running, pulling defenders out, mm -hmm. creating space for other people, relentless work, going out and drifting out to the left-hand side and helping with build-up. Um, and, you know, he's not a, a big lad. He was never going to be able to win all those all, sort of the long balls. It didn't matter. It, all of that attitude that we originally thought was a thing, it's gone. He mm -hmm. worked his socks off for the entire game for the cause and not for individual plaudits. And it's exactly what we want from people like him. 10 out of 10. And it needs, I feel like it needs more attention because it's yeah. considering how young he is, very, very mature thing to do from a young man. Exceptional. Yeah. And he was very disciplined as well yesterday, which was great to see. Uh, 10 for me for exactly the same reasons, Billy. Yeah, very clever performance, really clever runs from someone that isn't a natural sense forward. Uh, the pace helps him, his work rate again, exemplary. 
you know, he can't be anything less than a 10. Superb. Uh, right, under the substitutions, uh, of course, Bruno, uh, Trippier, and who else came on? There was three of them came Dan on. Burn. Dan but No, there was four, wasn't it? No, three. Yeah, Dan Byrne came on. Uh, um, well, Miggy, technically, but then, yeah, so 64... 64 minutes was Bruno and Wilson came on for Willock and Gordon, and then it was Burn and Trippier came on for Hall and Richie. Right. Um, tens. I'm giving them all tens. They were just brilliant when they came on. Um, certainly, Matt, let's not forget these substitutions that Eddie Howe did would counteract what Eric Ten Hag done by bringing some of his um, players on as well. And Eddie said, right, you know, let, let's bring some of our big guns on as well just to kill the game off. And that's exactly what we did. Um, I thought they all performed brilliantly. Uh, so bugger it. I've given every single player a 10 because it's bloody magnificent. We are massive. We are going to win everything. And I'm just overjoyed at beating this, the, 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 the horrible Manx 3-0 on their own patch. Get on, Billy. Uh, who we do first, Bruno and Wilson? Just all of them, Billy. Just just all of them. Okay, I'll give them all 10 bollocks. Yes, you will. Of course you will. Alex? For the subs. Yeah, go on then. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they, they, they were all awesome, weren't they? Let's be but honest. I think we special mention awesome. to Bruno, who won all of his ground jewels. Yeah. He, and he got us th uh, three free yeah. kicks as well. Um he got then, kicked very near the end as well. He got we got one on the on the foot very near the yeah, end. And uh I don't know who did it, it might have been Fernandez. Uh, but he grimaced, but he walked off okay. But he yeah. limped down the tunnel actually, it was a bit concerning. Yeah, it's just a impact one, Billy. That's just all mm, it was. Hopefully. Impact, I think. Um, right, Edward Howe. I mean, do we really need to <laughs> do we really need to go around here? I mean Ten for the press conference, the post match press conference alone. Yeah. Because it was yeah. hilarious. For, any, for anybody who hasn't seen it, he basically answered a question about, about bringing subs on as, well, we needed to get players on to kind of use that as their mini training session, which obviously is extremely offensive to to them. And we don't care because it's technically true because we were just so much better. We needed we needed the last Well, I, I think basically that's, that was a little dig at uh, Eric Ten Hag for his comments yeah, about us good. last season. They deserve it. And I, I bloody loved it. Um, Jason Tindall as well, uh, when just... Loving it as well. Um, listen, it's a, just a fantastic atmosphere we've got at that club at the minute, isn't it, Billy? It's just awesome to see. Well, I think you've got to give him a lot of credit for the, for the sub after two, three minutes because I mean, we didn't think it was going to be Miggy on. We thought maybe Bruno and, you know, mm -hmm. what have you. But to bring on Miggy and kind of have that uh, 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 attacking mentality, attacking yeah, mentality, yeah, yeah. all of that, you yeah, know, he's. he's, yeah. he's he couldn't have been expecting that. Obviously not. You know, two minutes and you've got to make a change. And he's already hamstrung in his selection in the first place. Mm -hmm. But they must have had a game plan for them at eleven at the start of the game, and to have to change after two minutes. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that was but to do it as quickly as he did. It was a brilliant bit of managing. Yeah, ten out of ten, absolutely. Probably maybe his best performance as a manager for us. Yeah, I just loved the way he answered back when Man United made their changes. He reacted to them, which was nice to see. Um, and there were good. You know, there were good substitutions as well. Uh, and, and hats off to Livermento as well. Excuse me, hats off to Livermento because Kieran Trippier came on. We thought Trippier might play in the midfield, um, but he didn't. He went back to right back and it was Livermento that went and did that job. So uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, so listen, the fans get a 10 as well. Magnificent oh, last night. Uh, sang the hearts out for the full game. And um, it was just... Wonderful to see. And long may this continue. There's a tough game coming up against Arsenal now. Um, back to the bread and butter of the Premier League, of course. But the the confidence and the morale and is just sky high at the moment in that dressing room. And if they can take that into the game on Saturday, um, you know, listen, for me, Arsenal aren't all that. You know, if we can if we can do what we've done against, you know, the teams like City, United, I know it was a slightly changed Man City team, but listen, they had the big guns on at the end for a long time and they didn't uh, they didn't get a goal. So I think we can win the game on Saturday. I'm very, very confident, but we'll talk about that tomorrow night. Tomorrow night will be um, the match preview, but we might get a few of your fans on as well um, to have a chat with us. Uh, so if you fancy coming on, then we might put the link up about 40-odd minutes into the show uh, and get you on for, uh, uh, you know, tell us what you think of the, the certainly the win last night and, of course, the game coming up on Saturday. So we will do the match preview as normal, but then the last part of the show, 
uh, we might do a face the lads a little bit when get you guys on uh, to come and have a chat with us and uh, see how you're feeling out there in YouTube world about the game on Saturday and where we can go in the Carabao. Can we can we get to the final again? You know, and if we do get to the final. We've done it the bloody hard way this time. Um, you know, if we get to the final, we would have knocked out Manchester City, Manchester United, Chelsea, and then God, we'll probably get Liverpool in the semis. Um, and, and then Port Vale in the final. Uh, and I did see a, st- a comment before saying we'd probably lose to Port Vale. Wouldn't that be just typical Newcastle United? Um, I don't think those days are here anymore, quite honestly. Um, I think if we were to meet Port Vale, who were doing incredibly well to get to the quarterfinals, by the way. Mm. Um Hats off to them, uh, and they played home to Middlesbrough in the quarterfinals. So who says they can't win that one? Um, incredible! It really well, look, is how it's, cup it's, competitions it's, turn it's, out. It's with four games from European football guaranteed. Once you've got that off your back, you can have a, an unpressured run for the title, can't we? Let's be honest. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we have hit the six hundred likes, guys. Thank you so so much. Uh, really do appreciate that. Uh, thank you for watching tonight. Don't forget, seven o'clock tomorrow night we will have. The match preview um, with us three. Alex's graphics will be back, of course, as well, where we'll take an in-depth look at Arsenal uh, and hopefully get a few years on at the back end of the show. Uh, tomorrow, there will be a video. I will do a press conference video as well, guys, so keep an eye open for that one. Uh, and then, of course, on Saturday is the watch-along. Sunday will be the match review. Uh, and then we're into another week where we've got two games. So it's all go at Newcastle United at the moment. Uh, but thank you in for your incredible support. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for the super chats and new memberships. Uh, Mod Squad, you've been awesome as usual. Thank you to my best mates, Alex and Billy, uh, for tonight. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. It's all down to you guys that we are getting so much success on the channel at the minute. So thank you again. Uh, And we will see you live at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Enjoy the rest of the evening, folks. Good night. How are the lads and lasses? Come back and check on some breathing.